Podcasts are pretty common. So what makes the Uncommon Podcast uncommon? Well, it's all in our name. I'm your host, Noah Weiss, and we at Uncommon Sports Group understand the unique pressures and temptations that come with a career in the sport industry. We provide uncommon training that helps you successfully navigate common challenges. Hit the follow button on this podcast. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Check out our website and become uncommon. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Uncommon Podcast. I'm your host, Noah Weiss, and I'm excited to welcome two of our USG members onto the show today, Nick Hunt and Kyle Richardson. Nick is currently with the Aspire Group based out of Purdue Athletics as a Revenue and Development Associate, and Kyle is with Penn State Athletics as the Assistant Director of Development. And today, we'll be talking about managing job transitions in the sport industry. Nick and Kyle, how are you? Great, appreciate it. Yeah, got two big ten guys in here, so absolutely. We'll see if it's a battle or if it's mutual. So, (laughs) absolutely, it's great to see you guys. Thanks for being on today. And you guys just have have recently, in the past year, uh, landed new roles. So, if you don't mind sharing, how did you guys go about finding and landing your present roles, and what challenges did you face in the job search process? Kyle, you want to go ahead? Most recent, yeah. Yeah, sure. So, gosh, I guess I have to go back to last July um, when I first heard about this opportunity here at Penn State. I was finishing up grad school down at University of Central Florida, um, going into my last semester down there. Um, Knew that I I wanted to get back into development in college athletics. I had a pretty good idea of the career path that I was looking to pursue and and the jobs I was looking at. Mm -hmm. Um, and ended up had a had a connection that was here at Penn State, who uh, fortunately got a promotion uh, back at his alma mater, um, and, and someone that I'm close to. So he he kind of let me know that, you know, obviously I was pumped to find out that he had gotten that promotion, mm-hmm. uh, and he let me know, hey, look, um, my job is now open, you know, and I know this is something that that you're interested in, so I would recommend you take a look at it. Um, so I was I was looking at a couple different opportunities, ended up getting an interview, um, ended up getting an interview on campus. So came came on campus to State College back in August of 2021 and felt good about the interview. And then the job search ended up getting put on hold for two months uh, while, wow. while I was finishing my last semester and, and obviously trying to land a full-time job because graduation was coming up in mm-hmm. December. Uh, so decided to look at some other opportunities uh, and interviewed at some other places, um, all while, you know, hoping and, and praying that something would, would come from this one because I, I really wanted it. Yeah. And so two months later, I guess maybe three, in November, finally, the search was unfrozen and they were able to offer me the position. That's awesome. Um, so I uh, accepted uh, within within a couple of days and um I've been, I've been fortunate to be here. Started in January, so I've been here now for three months in my current position, and I'm loving it. It's awesome, brother. Appreciate you sharing that. 
Yeah. Uh, as far as me, mine's a little bit uh, crazier, I guess. Well, I, I don't know. You had two months on hold, so I can only <laughs> imagine. But uh, so I actually applied uh, here for Purdue with the John Purdue Club. Um, so that is the fundraising arm for Purdue Athletics for essentially a different role. Um, so uh, one day I got a message from my now boss who works for the Aspire Group. And he said, hey, just want to let you know, unfortunately, you know, the job you originally applied for, we promote within. However, the guy who was in your uh, or is getting promoted, you know, came from this position, you know, saw you're looking to get started fundraising. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, that's essentially where I got the call. And obviously there was no guarantees. He just said, we'd like to interview you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you know, the rest is history. So I've uh, been with the Aspire group here for 10 months last Wednesday. Uh, time has definitely flown by. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's just, it's an interesting story of like yeah. how you can apply and, you know, whether it's external promotion or similar to Kyle and, you know, his buddy ended up getting promotion. And then I can now sound buddies with the yeah. guy who got promotion here. Uh, so, um, yeah, that, that was essentially how I wound up here at Purdue. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you guys sharing. I think what a big takeaway from both of your stories is that the job search process and the hiring process is not always linear. Uh, it can, in your mind, you know, work out a certain way and it doesn't work out that way. And so really handling that uh, is something that I see in, in both of you guys. And that's really an awesome testimony as well to just your faith in Christ and uh, just being able to navigate those, those tough challenges of who knows, you know, when it, it you might unfreeze and you'll be, be able to have the opportunity, Kyle, to land that position, then Nick initially being told that uh, they promote from within. And so really just uh, being patient, allowing the Lord to move and put you in the right place. So those awesome testimonies, guys. Appreciate you sharing that. And as you guys kind of mentioned, it is super exciting to land a new position, but it does come with a lot of change, a lot of things in life that, that become new and different. Uh, so what did you both do to prepare for your roles once you accepted the position? Start buying an apartment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> start right, looking. right. Yeah. It's a good uh, place to start. Um, no, no doubt. Um, first, I, I definitely always tell people celebrate, um, you know, take that time to yeah. realize that change is being made in your life. You mm -hmm. busted your tail to get there. So definitely take time to celebrate. Uh, call your friends, you know, your family, yeah. uh, whichever's obviously more comfortable for you. So definitely celebrate a success like that. But yeah. uh, then, you know, as far as preparing, I mean, you know, really get in contact with your boss, mm -hmm. uh, if your peers, if you'd like, and just, I always say, you know, see what their expectations are uh, when you are coming in day one. Um, obviously, I would say, you know, in our industry, people are very caring and understanding as far as how quick mm -hmm. you may you may have to get to that role. For me, it was within three weeks, wow. you know, after I had landed the job. So yeah. uh, it was very fast paced by Definitely. all means. And so, you know, that's where my boss was able to get in contact with my coworkers. Mm -hmm. um, you know, USG community had a couple of contacts for me as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, find places to stay, uh, areas that are, you know, recommended, um, obviously food. Yeah. Uh, but you know, these are little things. And then, um, that's where you usually can start building the relationships as well and find out where people's interests are. Um, but yeah, I mean, once you get that role, celebrate, really start getting your chickens aligned per se. And, yeah. uh, you know, that that's only going to help alleviate a little bit of stress, you know, once you start the job and then, mm -hmm. I mean, we could keep going on and on about furniture and uh, right. all that fun <laughs> stuff. So. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd, I'd echo a lot of, of what uh, Nick mentioned. Um, like I mentioned, I was in, in Orlando, finished up my grad school. So and that wasn't until December when I graduated. So I accepted mm. the job in, in November. Yeah. And I obviously still had a lot of, a lot of you know, loose ends to tie up while, while I was down there. And actually was working on the side and in internship with the Citrus Bowl yeah uh and florida citrus sports so that was that was really cool that i, that I got to finish that out um and that was on new year's so i started here like i said middle of january so i had about two weeks in between uh transition time from when yeah. i was uh, still wrapping up grad school and wow. some part-time jobs when i started full-time yeah. so you know i would say there's when you are when you after you accept a job obviously going through the interview process you've had to put a lot of preparation into that to start right and so you you've already gotten a pretty good sense you would hope right after you yeah. accept a job that, that you know what you're getting into mm-hmm. um and you know what the job entails and um you've been pretty diligent in your preparation that way so you know you know i took assurance in in that that i had done a lot of legwork yeah. beforehand right to, yeah. to get the job um and so once once you accept the job and after i'd kind of moved on and said all right now i'm ready to start this full-time job for yeah. me it was just getting to know penn state and just do a lot of background research That's on huge. the university figure out the you know where the university's mm. been um from an athletic standpoint yeah um you know who who are the executive staff members yeah. you know and, and making sure you're looking at the staff directory to you know recognize some faces you know if you're on campus and Maybe you, you run by one. Maybe you're able to introduce yourself because, you, you know, oh, that's someone that I should definitely be introducing myself to. Yeah. Um, so I, that's what I would probably say. There's the, the preparation after you accept is a lot for me, just doing your more background research on the institution. Because then once mm. you get in the job, that's when you start learning, right? And, yeah. and there's a lot, obviously, to get acclimated. Absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate you guys sharing that. And I think too, Kyle, I loved your point about really just doing some research. It's like watching film. If you're an athlete, you got to prepare and know what you're getting yourself into. Uh, to your point, the people that you, you're going to have to meet and talk to um, and be able to, to really navigate uh, those differences that are, you know, you go into a new organization. Who are the people that you need to really align yourself with and uh, get to know and start building relationships with is huge. So appreciate you sharing that too. And I think another big point, Kyle, as you brought up was, uh, you do a lot of the legwork prior. I think sometimes we forget yeah. that the point of internships and the point of grad school is to prepare ourselves uh, for that first full-time role or for that next jump in the industry. And so you're already prepared. I think having that assurance, not only in yourself, but in your identity in Christ uh, are key in really navigating that challenge. And then, Nick, your point on really just kind of acclimating yourself to the local area. You mentioned apartments and restaurants and uh, that's a huge part of it as well. It's where are you going to be living? What is that area like? And becoming really accustomed to that, I think will alleviate some of those uh, issues that if you didn't do that, it'd be a lot harder to feel comfortable in that place. So well said by both yeah, of you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And obviously there's challenges once you actually start the role. I mean, it's it's one thing to you know prepare yourself to start and then to actually jump into the new job. Uh, so how did you guys navigate some of these challenges and kind of share what were those challenges once you jumped in uh, to those new roles? Yeah, I can, uh, I can start with, with this one. So the first thing I'll mention is as an assistant director of development, typically Penn state has multiple uh, people in this position going back several years. It's two, three, at some points, even four. Uh, it's such a large athletics program, uh, 31 sports. So it's, it's, it's a lot. 
uh, to yeah. fundraise for. Yeah. Uh, when I got here, I was one of one and still am. <laughs> yeah. Still am one of one. We're, yeah. we, we actually just hired a, another assistant director of development and she'll be starting here in, in a couple of weeks. I'm looking to hire one more uh, to get to get three. Yeah. Um, but that, you know, in and of itself, you know, it presents a challenge, right? Yeah. You're, you're coming into a new environment and typically in this role, you'd have some other people who had been in this role mm-hmm. for a little bit of time who can kind of show you the ropes and yeah. um, can help you uh, get better situated into the position. Yeah. And, and luckily everyone here, you know, I know there's no one in my position, but you know, we have a, a really great major gift staff mm-hmm. um, who, who the job is, is pretty similar to, to what I yeah. do in some regards. And so they're very helpful in, in coaching and, and providing tips. Yeah. Um, so that's been very helpful. The other kind of wrench that was, that was thrown at me a little bit, and um, certainly not the easiest way to start, but I, I made it four days into my job and my boss who hired me told me he was leaving to oh, take another man. job at another school. Mm. Um, was really, really excited for him. It was a job back at his alma mater, uh, and you can tell it really, really meant a lot. And so you're just excited for for him and that career transition. And obviously, that's that's something in sports that happens. Yeah. Um, like we've talked about, people people are able to leave, and that's great. They get promotions. Yeah. Uh, so for me, you know, I was I was starting this job uh, with without someone who a direct supervisor, pretty much. Yeah. Um, for, wow. for the last several months. So I've had to figure out uh, a lot, <laughs> um, a little bit on my own. But again, everyone yeah. here has been super, super helpful. Mm-hmm. And I'll, the other thing I'll mention is that it's given me more opportunity to talk with other people on our staff, you know, yeah. and ask them questions yeah. versus always going to, if, if I still had a direct supervisor here, always going to that person right. and asking you know, him or her questions, right? Yeah. So I've gotten to build relationships with with some other some other people on our staff, which I don't know if I necessarily have that opportunity. Yeah. You know, if if um, the person who hired me was still here. So there's there's you can look at it in different ways. Right. And, mm-hmm. and so for me, you know, that's that's a positive that yeah. that I've chosen to focus on. And I think it's helped me so Absolutely, far. Brother. It's great. No doubt. Yeah, for me, I can't emphasize it. And I'm sure Kyle would say the same thing. Mm -hmm. Product knowledge, product knowledge, product knowledge. So, you know, we came from different stops. You know, myself, most recently Nebraska and Mm -hmm. Southern Conference, Kyle from UCF. But, you know, you come to another Big Ten school, there's a different culture, you know, different way of how they go about, you know, fundraising and priority points or parking. Uh, so, you know, those are just some of the other emphasis that we can have, but we're on the front lines, um, you know, for Kyle and I, we are the touch point for the athletics department and the university, Penn State, Purdue yeah. communities, you know, that's people call us uh, to get a gauge of, you know, what's going on, but also we're the voices. Yeah. Um, so I couldn't emphasize, um, you know, from my boss and my fellow coworkers, as far as helping me with training, you know, once mm-hmm. I started and really getting adjusted to the different conversations we may have. Yeah. Now, truth be told, you know, you can have all the training in the world, but once you pick up that phone the first time, yeah. you know, it, it's whether you know it or not. Yeah. Uh, what I will say though, that's um, very graceful, you know, from mm-hmm. a Christian standpoint, um, a lot of, you know, folks, are interested in finding out why we came to Penn State, why we came yeah. to Purdue, like always emphasize saying, hey, I'm new. Because uh, yeah. I, I just say, hey, I come from the Carolinas, you know, 
well, why mm -hmm. the heck did you make your way up to West Lafayette? You know, that's right. always going to be their first question usually. So, um, mm -hmm. but I, I can't emphasize like the product knowledge as far as the challenges that are uh, to be had just because, you know, similar to Kyle, if I did have questions, you know, mm -hmm. who would I go to to have those answered? Um, who could I have that training with? Yeah. Um, who all has the touch points with these different things? Because in fundraising, I mean, we're involved with, marketing ticket yeah. sales event management you know we we get to be a part of a lot of cool things and mm -hmm. build those relationships um so as far as navigating that just being patient um mm. you know don't rush anything by any means yeah. but you do have to do your homework i mean there were times that you know we call it our playbook you know i would yeah. bring it back home uh and you know study it for an hour or two at night really? just because i want to be productive the next day at work yeah. so yeah, and I'll, I'll add just one thing to, to what Nick said, brought mm -hmm. priority points. It made me kind of shiver a little yeah. bit when I heard that. Yeah. Um, but I started, and we were right in the middle of football renewal. So just to just to go off of what Nick is saying, when when you're new, uh, you're, you're having to find, find out a, a whole new system, right? Mm -hmm. And the best way to learn is to just jump in totally. and, and do it. Pick up the phones, you know, answer questions, talk to people. Um it's, it's harsh to say, but fail and fail, fail early and fail often. Right. Because yeah. that's how you learn. And that's yeah. how you make yourself better, you know, in, in the future, you learn from, um, you know, some conversations you had previously, and then mm -hmm. it just sets you up even better for the next one you're going to have. Yeah. And luckily we have an open book test every time. Yeah. So not a closed book. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Well said by both of you. I think I love the last point you made uh, that both of you made really in, in the fact that it, you do have to just jump in and do it. Um, if you kind of have this this nervous mindset of like, oh, I don't know, I kind of got to pace it out. Like the best thing you can do is just really go all in uh, and learn from your mistakes and learn from your coworkers and talk to your your people you're working with and really just figure out and navigate the, this new place you're working in. And so I love that point. I think you guys, you made really good points on relationships as well uh, with your coworkers, with your superiors and just the importance of those. And so I think that flows well with the next question how did you guys navigate building those relationships? That can be tough um, to really know, like, who do I build a relationship with? How do I build it outside of the office? So share kind of how you guys navigate in building those relationships. Yeah. Uh, so the unique thing I got to be a part of was when I came up here in June. So I started in July 2021. Mm -hmm. uh, I got introduced to a group of now my coworkers. Yeah. Well, funny enough, that night, there was decided to be a group text that will start and it's still strong to this day of 30 something people. Wow. Um, sorry for the green bubble people, but it's mainly all the iPhone folks. Nice. Uh, so we still try to be inclusive <laughs> nice. by all means, but uh, you know, that was a great way. Like I literally took my phone and passed it around to all the people at that evening. Mm -hmm. And, you know, to help me, I asked where, what department they were in just to get started. I said, Hey, I'll eventually get to know your name and everything. But yeah. That way, you know, I can really put a name to a face uh, even when I come back and eventually move in and start my job. So that was a great way. Yeah. Um, also, other ways um, I've gotten to be involved and get to know others in the community or within, uh, you know, the workplaces. We have noon ball, so we play basketball at noon every day. And nice. I've gotten to meet some other leaders and coworkers yeah. here uh, through the athletic department. We occasionally play volleyball on Tuesdays. Um, so trying to get up on my serve and everything there, but yeah. also it's just a great way to uh, interact and get to know folks. Mm -hmm. um, but then also another little thing we have on Thursdays is occasionally 
Uh, about a handful or more of us do have a little mini Bible study. Um, awesome. So we'll go meet at lunchtime yeah. and, uh, you know, go over the good word. So yeah. those were some of the things that I found out or, you know, got to be a part of the fruition and got to build those relationships and very positive today. That's awesome. That's, that's awesome stuff. Um, luckily here, people have been really good about reaching out to me um, and getting lunch. Yeah. Uh, for example, you know, one-on-one -on -one -on -one, uh, lunches, mm -hmm. you know, everyone's really good about, you know, popping in um, to your office and just saying hello, right? And yeah. say, hey, how's your weekend? You know, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. uh, what's what's on your what's on your agenda? What's what's on your mind and things yeah. like that. And I think it's it, it really is helpful to go beyond just work yeah. stuff, right? And Jeez. and dive into you know finding more about the person, right? Mm -hmm. Beyond beyond just the title that they have um, here yeah. in the office. And so that's something that that again I probably picked up a lot from just you know watching and <laughs> having a lot of other people come and checking on me. But I've tried to start doing mm -hmm. the same thing and just going and, and checking in and asking you know how people are doing how their weekends, you know, Nick, I, I really want to play basketball at, <laughs> at noon. We're actually renovating our, our basketball practice gym oh, right man. now, which I didn't know was happening right after our season. It's going on apparently the whole summer. So wow. I'm a little, I'm a little bummed about that. Otherwise <laughs> I would definitely be going down there and getting some shots up. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, I've actually taken to skiing since I moved up here. Uh, I went awesome. for the first time and actually had two of two of my colleagues we went there's a ski mountain just about 15 minutes from here wow and we went one day and um no broken bones i'm still i'm still here yeah. i'm still i'm still walking so i i call it a success um it's a lot of fun though uh and and that's something new right and something you're able to do outside of work yeah um so that's that's probably what what, what i would say has been really helpful just people reaching out to you and um mm -hmm trying to get to know you beyond just your title at work and then also doing the outside yeah. outdoor activities um, really helps as well. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Find a way to get some summer shots up, I guess. So got to go find I an know. outdoor court. I know. Maybe I'll just head over to the BJC and there you go. wait till I get kicked out or something. Who knows? There you <laughs> go. Maybe go on campus. I'll, a lot of the kids will go off, go put some shops up at the rec. There you That's go. true. They're too athletic, though. They're, they're too quick. 100%. 100%. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, Noah's probably the one that would teach us how to get our shot up and everything. I was so. just going to say, it's probably a good thing I don't attend Purdue or Penn State because you guys would have broken ankles and uh, probably lose oh. a lot of 1v1 games. So uh, yeah. let's just say, it's, right. let's just say uh, it's a good thing I'm over here in Minneapolis and yeah. far from both of you. But yeah. you know, I, I definitely yeah. loved both of those responses. And I think what's what just really stands out to me, and I think I could speak from a little bit of experience here uh, coming to USG last June, is really just the outside of work activities. Um, it can be easy to kind of focus so heavily on like, oh, like I want to build this relationship in the office and through a meeting or, you know, through a one-on-one, -on -one, you know, weekly uh, update on what we're what we're doing as an organization, but just kind of branching out and doing new things. Uh, uh, Kyle, you mentioned skiing, right? I mean, maybe it's whatever it is in the local area that you're that you're in, just kind of diving into being uh, just involved in what the local community does, and then things like a Bible study. I mean, Nick, that's great. Uh, I don't think there's anything, you know, more valuable than finding um, other brothers and sisters in Christ within the workplace, especially at a secular university. Um, and so I think there's really something special there as well. Um, so definitely a huge part of 
of really being uh, in the athletic space, I think, is building those relationships outside of the workplace and then continuing those uh, because it is more than a job title um, and, and those those things of that nature. So appreciate you guys sharing. And I think another uh, just really tough aspect of, of the job transition uh, phase is just the transient nature of it. Like really just puts you in a place where you're out of touch with your Christ-centered community. Um, it can be tough to not have a local church or to leave a local church that you were rooted in. Uh, so if you guys don't mind sharing, kind of dive in a little bit of how you have both gone about finding that local church community. Yeah. So when I left Orlando, I, I had a really good church that I had found down there and made a lot of close friends that continue to keep in touch with. So it's a little bit tough to, to leave that um, and come up here. You know, I, I will say I came into a really good situation where someone who I work with actually invited me to go to church. Yeah. Uh, one of my, one of my first weeks here, Wow. Uh, which was awesome. That, that helps a lot, right? When you can, when there's someone that, that, you know, you can go, you can go check out a new church with, and I was in Orlando. I didn't know any, yeah. anyone. I just went and check, checked out churches myself. <laughs> um, so when you have someone else, it, it is really, really nice. Um, ended up, you know, checking out uh, one um, and then tried out another one mm-hmm. um, just to give myself a little bit of comparison. Yeah. Um, see, see what I liked and, um, if I preferred one or the other, and uh, have ended up really, really liking uh, this one that that I actually tried out first with um, the uh, one individual that I work with here. So I've been going there for, uh, I guess, two probably months now, um, yeah. and still trying to get get a little more plugged in. You know, meeting a couple people here and there uh, awesome. each time. Um, but really looking forward to getting involved with small groups again. You know, that was mm. something that was huge for me when I was down in, yeah. in Orlando. I really felt that it helped ground me while awesome. I was down there. Um, having that that faith-backed community, mm. you know, because obviously in the sports world, I mean, it's it, it's hectic, right? Sometimes yeah. and there's a lot of things going on. So that's one thing I'm, I'm hoping to um, continue on once mm. I, you know, can, can get there. Absolutely. That's awesome. No doubt. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, you know, for me, it, it sort of goes back to sort of my testimony in a way of, you know, when I was in school and undergrad at UNC Charlotte, I didn't really take initiative to go find a church. I more thought, and there's nothing wrong with fellowship of Christian athletes or athletes in action, mm-hmm. but I made that my church, even though, you know, our campus, uh, you know, uh, representative there was like, Nick, go find a church, go find a yeah. church. So, you know, being a little bit more mature now, that's a process I've got to take serious and what I always encourage young people to go about, you know, undergrad, grad school, or even, you know, heck high school. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, whenever I went out to Nebraska in grad school, I just sort of uh, had that, you know, I got my feet wet as far as what this transition was like trying to find a church and what matched my values and really where my feet are at the time. Yeah. So, I really benefit my experience through that to where I was at here coming Purdue. Um, definitely appreciated the, you know, churches I was at Nebraska was yeah. city light. And then, you know, here recently in uh, Greenville, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, made my transition up here really took about four to five churches uh, yeah. that I took a look at, but no, I'm sure you're familiar with Northview. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they're, uh, definitely a, one of the bigger churches, you know, here in Indiana with different campuses and they have mm-hmm. one here in West Lafayette that been fortunate to be a part of, um, you know, knew I wanted to be in a small group. So Kyle, mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll find it, uh, here eventually. So 
Um, I was really plugged in yeah. within a month or two after going, uh, you know, really find out. I think this is what my church home wanted to be. Uh, so I just always encourage folks, you know, it's always going to be awkward the first time. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's similar to our conversation today. When you come into the workplace for the first yeah. time, it's going to be nervous energy. You don't know anybody, but mm. um, as long as you just ha- have God's peace at your heart and yeah. you know trust that good things are to come, uh, that's to say, you know, meeting your church and your neighborhood community uh, through that realm as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, a huge part of finding a local church and the importance of it is building relationships outside of the workplace. So valuable, and I think what it does is it separates really the work-life balance. Uh, if you really are just so rooted in the office, there really is a less of a chance that you'll be able to have a good work-life balance. But if you do have you know, outside relationships and commitments, uh, it can really build a healthy work-life balance. And I think too, on top of that, just the importance of having real authentic Christ-centered relationships, you know, having a Paul, uh, having a Timothy, having a Barnabas, really just kind of that, that network um, where you have somebody that teaches you you know, it pours into you as a believer than somebody that is kind of on an equal level as you than somebody that you pour into as well. And I think only the local church provides that. Um, so really the importance of that aspect um, as well. And I think too, just, it can be so challenging, uh, but a, really what I've seen uh, really as an awesome part of USG is just our connections uh, throughout really the entire country with, with churches in different areas. Um, and I know, Nick, you reached out uh, to, to Mikey and he helped you kind of navigate, uh, finding churches in West Lafayette. And so just an encouragement, uh, for anybody going through a job transition that, you know, we have those uh, relationships and connections. I think Kyle, you reached out to Suzanne as well. And so just, um, using those connections yeah. and really just making it easier on yourself because it can be difficult. There's so many choices, uh, so many churches in, in, in one area. So which one is best fit? Uh, obviously there's, you know, a decision has to be made, but, I think using the the resources that USG offers is helpful. So I appreciate you guys sharing that. And it yeah, really Noah, is... do you mind if I just add on to that? Yeah, um, absolutely. What you were just saying, I, I have to echo that that statement because the the staff at USG was extremely helpful um, with me helping to find some different churches around the area. And also, just a plug for the USG app. You know, there's that map of all the members um, yeah. where they're located, right? And absolutely. there's a community right there that you can absolutely. plug into. If anyone's local or maybe is from that area, mm-hmm. you know, I I had no idea that Suzanne grew up in State College, right? right? And she didn't. She wasn't at Penn State, yeah. But she she grew up in the area, right? And mm-hmm. and I wouldn't have known that had I had I not um, obviously sought the counsel of some of the USG staff and, and they yeah. point me in the right direction. So, um, that was, that was really, really, um, great. Absolutely. Yeah. Here you go. I'll do your Vanna white. Here's the USG app. Everybody. <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Love it. Love it. <laughs> yeah. No, I think those just really, I mean, just to highlight that as well, Kyle, of just the reality of, uh, the benefits of the app. Uh, I think just of that community aspect as well. And it's something that I think is so helpful. It is challenging. I think even for myself, speaking from the experience of moving to Minneapolis, I mean, it took me about six months to find a church that I actually stuck with. Um, and that was, it was a challenge. But I think if uh, you really use people in your community, use your coworkers, uh, use the USG community to really find a place that could be home for you, I think you'll benefit. Uh, and the sooner the better, I think, too, just the importance of that Christ-centered community cannot be overstated. So appreciate you guys sharing that as well. Kyle and Nick, how have you guys both been bold with your faith in Christ in your new roles? Ah, oh, that's definitely a tough one. Um, 
just as far as the adjective of bold, but mm-hmm. I, I, I don't really know as far as a bold, but really this, you know, for such a transition, the topic that we have this yeah. maintain that relationship with Christ is I mm-hmm. would say ever more important. Um, yeah. And that is bold in of itself. I mean, we live in Absolutely. a, you know, in different world at times. Um, you come to a new area, you don't know what it's going to look like as far yeah. as um, if there's going to be a ton of churches around or, yeah. um, you know, just a select few. So um, I would say really the only boldness I've had is staying plugged in with my community, um, yeah. you know, with USG uh, during this type of transition, uh, but also, you know, really just staying close to God. And, you know, um, I think, uh, trying to think of what my dad said at one point, it's a phrase that's always stuck with me, but, you know, it's, it goes along the lines of, you know, listening to God, uh, more than anything, because he's got, you know, paint your footsteps and Kyle definitely, uh, you know, notion that even previous in the conversation of you're going to be put where you need, you know, needed, Mm -hmm. not necessarily where you maybe have wanted at times. So, uh, not, not the, uh, you know, most all encompassing of answer, but I would say, uh, you know, during my 10 months, that's sort of why I've leaned on. That's well said. Very well said. Yeah. That's a, that's a great question. And that makes me think, um, which, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Um, being bold in my faith, you know, the, the first thing that, that comes to my mind is I love listening to music and, yeah. and sometimes I'll come into the office in the morning and, um, just throw on, throw on some Christian music to start mm-hmm. the morning off. Uh, while I'm going through emails, uh, have that play in the background. Uh, and, and sometimes, you know, people, people might walk in, they might hear what's, what's going on, but, um, yeah. you know, that's, that's something I like to do and, awesome. you know, whether it leads to a discussion, you know, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Right. But, yeah. um, maybe then a seed has been planted, right. You, you, you never know. Yeah. Um, the other thing I would say is there's a, a student athlete Bible study. That's, awesome. um, that's that's actually done and i've gotten to go one time um and, and obviously it, it's a student athlete bible mm-hmm. study yeah and i am not a student athlete <laughs> yeah, yeah. but i work for the athletic department and, yeah. and i think it's it's really cool because part of the reason why i'm here is to serve our student athletes mm-hmm. and prepare them to for a lifetime of impact and yeah. to be alongside of, of the journey is really cool so to mm-hmm. see uh, these student athletes that are out there and, and you know, reading the Bible and discussing their faith. Yeah. Uh, that that's really encouraging. And, and I Absolutely. love seeing that. So just to be a, a face in, in, in those, in those mm-hmm. discussions and those, in those meetings, um, you know, it's been really, it's been really neat um, to get to yeah. know some of them yeah. um, and show that, you know, I'm, I support you a hundred percent. Right. In, in, in doing this, mm-hmm. you know, it's not something that I wasn't a part of a Bible study when I was a student, you know, mm-hmm. going to undergrad. So, you know, I have a lot of respect for, for them, you know, taking the time out. Obviously, there's a lot of mm-hmm. time intensive uh, aspects to playing a sport. Right? Yeah. And, and they're making time, putting time aside to make sure they're keeping their, their faith strong. So I, I love that. And so I, I want to yeah. keep going and keeping um, showing face and just yeah. learning from them, too. Absolutely. So, yeah, it sort of bounced off Kyle there yeah. and sort of goes with my answer. Uh, there's a book by John Gorin called the carpenter Great book. and I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, yeah. how you recommend it, easy book. Uh, mm-hmm. but he has basically an all encompassing quote that says to love, serve and care for others and mm-hmm. yourself essentially. Yeah. And I think that's sort of what 
uh, you know, Kyle and I get to, you know, be a part of and really us as Christians as a whole yeah. in our workplaces. Absolutely. Uh, it just so happens we work in a nonprofit world in a way of, you know, trying to fundraise and, you know, mm-hmm. provide impactful time for 18 to 24 year olds who happen to be a student athlete. But yeah. similar to what Kyle said and uh, what we've gotten to mature as young Christian men is, you know, I happen to be a fundraiser, you know, I happen to be a Christian that just, or I am a Christian that happens to be a fundraiser, you know, that that's what we're called on in the world here, you know, Mm -hmm. as far as where God has placed us. Um, So I I definitely think the love serving care aspect is something um, Kyle and I try to live by each and every day uh, going into the office. Yeah. So well said by both of you. And I think what we often think, you know, boldness in Christ, like, what does that mean? Does that mean I run around everybody's desk and say, hey, if you were to die tonight, where would you go? Like, no, it's, sometimes that's maybe not the best way to approach it. I think you both really painted a beautiful picture of what it means to be bold uh, with your faith. I mean, simple things, Kyle, like playing worship music out loud, plants a seed, uh, shows others really, you know, where you're at uh, in your faith. And even just those little tidbits of, hey, I'm going to a Bible study with student athletes. You know, would you like to come? You're not forcing uh, you're inviting. I think even just like you said, uh, Nick, just inviting uh, or living that life where you're serving others and yourself and loving others and yourself. I think there's something powerful about the way you live your life. I love Acts uh, chapter 1, verse 8. Jesus says to his disciples, uh, you will be my witnesses in all of Judea and Samaria. Uh, and in that present day, Judea and Samaria were the areas closest located to Israel that weren't uh, a Jewish region. So it was people outside of the old covenant. Uh, they weren't really a part of the promise initially. However, with Christ, obviously that changed. And so the disciples, the apostles, were the witnesses to who Jesus was, who God was in those unreached areas. And so I think for us as believers in sports, we are the individuals who know the promise, who share the promise, who witness Christ um, in the unreached area um, of sports. So well said by both of you. Um, you guys are great representatives of Christ. And I appreciate your boldness. That's huge. Really huge. And lastly, uh, Kyle and Nick, what advice would you give a young professional in the industry who's undergoing a job transition? Yeah, I, uh, I would say first off, take a, take a deep breath, right? Yeah. Um, sometimes it can just be so, it can be so stressful um, when you're looking to apply for another job and you don't know where you're going to end up. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of times you're going to end up running your head against the wall with, with getting no's and you're not going to get interviews. Sometimes you might get a first interview and maybe you won't get a second interview. Right. And, um, when I got this one at Penn state, I was really fortunate to get it. And, and, but there was a lot, there was three yeah. interviews yeah. To, to get this job. Um, and, and a lot of times you're going to get, uh, you're going to hear a lot of no's. I sure did. Uh, when I was first starting to apply. Yeah. Um, but, but what I would, what I would say to that is that there's, there's going to be a door that's going to open yeah. and have faith in that. Um, sometimes, you know, what, what we have planned in our minds isn't God's timing. You know, God yeah. works on his own timing. And if you get a no to a job, maybe it, maybe it's timing, right? Maybe that's just mm-hmm. not the, the place where, um, you're meant to be at that moment in your life. And maybe yeah. it's going to take jumping around and doing something different. And that's going to prepare you maybe to come back mm-hmm. and get that job uh, yeah. in the future that you want. Um, so in, in, in wrapping that up, sometimes God doesn't give you what you want, but he'll give you what you need. Yeah. 
and he'll put you in the right in the right position because he's he's working behind the scenes and preparing mm-hmm. you for where he wants you to be in a future career. So I would say, you know, work, work really hard, you know, keep your head down, stay the course. Um, but you're going to know that you're going to end up where you should. Yeah. And that and that's that's what I would leave people with. That's huge. Oh, I have to go. I mean, that was perfect. No. <laughs> but as far as, um, you know, why I would tell my younger self is, you know, similar to what Kyle was saying, mm-hmm. uh, a, a deep breath, but being patient. Um, yeah. You know, he had mentioned there was a two month break, uh, you know, and, and part of his hiring process. Now, yeah. is that typical? Not really. But there very much could be bumps in the road that mm-hmm. may not even expect. Um, so uh, along with the process to stay patient, it, it could take some time. It could be instant. Yeah. Um, you know, as far as if it's not going the exact way you want, you're hearing a lot of no's. I mean, it happened to me. It happened to Kyle. It's happened to anybody in the industry. I'd be yeah. very shocked to hear at least if 90, 95% yeah. have not heard more no's than yeses. Right. You're not alone. Um, I always advise, you know, talking to a mentor, I, I've had great folks with USD and my other stops along mm-hmm. the road, really yeah. just to keep me grounded. Um, and I guess one thing, you know, to sort of put your armor on from pride in a way, mm-hmm. um, you know, just because it, it does bring a source of entitlement. I mean, you know, we all work our tails off. This is not an easy industry to get plugged in, you know, initially, or, or really even that second job afterwards. Mm-hmm. So making sure this, you know, stay the course, uh, don't let the enemy bring pride into you. You know, I mean, I can't say it better than what Kyle was saying. God's going to have you where you need to be. Um, you know, as far as my story of Purdue, I mean, I got rejected. I was part of a final interview process, um, for a job. God denied in the morning and then Purdue gave me a shout by that afternoon. Like that, that's just like one of, example uh, that can you know bring hope to folks uh during those types of times but yeah be patient uh try to you know stay the course don't don't let the enemy bring pride in your heart stay close with your family friends or you know some mentors there and things will work out for the and the you know the best at the end there i would say would be advice by on yourself great points yeah well said by both you know i think what i really took away uh, even just from both of those responses is don't have huge expectations that are outside of what God may want for you. Uh, I think sometimes we do that. We kind of plan our course, whether it be in a job or in a relationship or in, you know, whatever your plans are for the weekend. Um, and we kind of lose sight of, you know, Hey, God is actually sovereign. He's in control and I can trust him. Uh, the best things in my life have come out of God's will uh, playing out. I mean, for example, I was a four year manager at Butler university. I was, Two summers with the Indianapolis Colts. I mean, I was full go sport industry. Nothing was going to stop that. Like it was, it was all, it was all in. Um, and the Lord really pulled me into ministry. And I think that is, you know, a story that I'm so thankful for. I wouldn't be on this podcast with, with you both uh, if it wasn't for the Lord's calling and for the obedience of that He gave me uh, to be able to do that. And so I think just even your guys' examples, I think your testimonies of the Lord's will uh, playing out as well. And I think for anybody listening. You may not land exactly where you think you you should or where you desire. And that's honestly a good thing. Uh, God may be opening up another door that that better impacts his kingdom or better impacts your life as a follower of Christ. And so uh, just really keeping that at the front of mind. And then, uh, Nick, you mentioned pride. 
pride is, is, is scary. Uh, it's something that really pulls us away from God. And I think we can get pride in sports really in two ways. One, uh, if we do land the position that we really desire, uh, get pride of, oh, that was all me, or you know, look at me at uh, you know, Notre Dame or USC and whatever you know, school you're at. Um, or we can have pride if we don't land the position we want uh, because of, hey, you know, I deserve that. Like, I'm better than what those people thought or I'm better and God should have put me there, or whatever it is. And so I think keeping a level head, uh, trusting that, that, you know, God is sovereign. And regardless of whether you're in that high status uh, of position that you desire or whether you don't, uh, either way, you're still uh, seen as a child of God. Um, God sees you as a saint in the blood of Jesus. And then that's, that's your title. That's your identity uh, beyond any job title. So great points by both of you there. And I just really appreciate yeah. uh, those. And I, and, I, and I would just say like one thing, another thing I would say is embrace that unknown. Like mm-hmm. there, it's just, I see it now as a special moment during, because, you know, we're talking about the question as far as awaiting yeah. and undergoing a transition. Yeah, there are two different you know avenues in a way, but so similar. If we're mm-hmm. cutting it down the middle, sort of embrace that unknown. Um, yeah. There's not a lot of times you'll get to experience this, mm-hmm. uh, so you know be thankful for the growth that you will have, and that way you know when you're in a Kyle, Nick, or Noah's position, and as we progress in this industry, you know you can be a mentor to those folks uh, in that time and have a sense of understanding and grace. I mean, it's not an easy process. Um, you know, being on the other side of interviewing folks and having to tell them they unfortunately didn't make it, but, yeah. you know, having that Christ-like heart for them, uh, totally. and, you know, whatever things they may be going through. So yeah. just wanted to add that nugget in there as well. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that. Be grateful, right? Have, mm-hmm. have perspective. Perspective is important. You know? It is. Um, some people might not get, get, even get an interview or, you know, might be, might be struggling a little more to, to get some together. Mm-hmm. So. Um, be grateful for, for where you're at. Love yeah. that. Huge. Yeah, great points, guys. I think perspective and gratitude are really uh, two of the keys to happiness. I mean, I've, I've tried to remind myself of that in life in general. If we have good perspective, we have gratitude for what God has given us, where we are, life becomes uh, very enjoyable. So well said by both of you. And Kyle and Nick, thank you for joining today. It's a pleasure to have this discussion with both of you. We wish you well as you continue serving in the Big Ten Conference. Sure. Hey, Nashville brothers can't take us away. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good seeing you both. If you want to get involved with Uncommon Sports Group and the mission that we are on to help you navigate the sport industry as followers of Christ, apply for our academy on our website at uncommonsg.org. That's uncommonsg.org. Be sure to catch new episodes of the Uncommon Podcast every Thursday at midnight Eastern time as well as the full video episodes on our YouTube channel. Until next time, we pray that you will strive to be uncommon by glorifying the name of God in whatever you may do. See you next week.